Moon Podcast Escalation! Welcome to Sailor Business. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is the show where we watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and break it down with a friend or a guest, hopefully friends. (laughs) Hopefully both. (laughs) Hopefully both. I mean, they're all guests. Hopefully they're friends. Uh, This week, we have a very special guest uh, joining us for the next two episodes, as we usually do here at Sailor Business. Uh, Janine Schaefer is here. Hi, everyone. I'm also a friend. I'm also a friend. Yay. That's good. That's good. We're going to put a lot of pressure on people at the start of the show. Like <laughs> everyone who comes on the show has Choose to like friend or guest. declare whether or they're guest. our friends or not. Because <laughs> you know what? Because friendship is the most important power of all. Yes. I think so. That's we, a big lesson, everyone. From Sailor Moon. Yes. Uh, we've got a good one today. Uh, if you are watching along with us, we are on episode six. Is that is that right? Yes. Episode six. Absolutely. Uh, and we're going to be watching uh, Protect the Melody of Love, Usagi Plays Q. Cupid. I almost said Isagi plays Cupid because I don't know how to read anymore. Ever since those dubs came out, I've forgotten how to read. My only my only reason for being able to read was to read the subtitles on Sailor Moon. That is a sad fact of life. I believe it. Um, I also we- I also really appreciate um, when Jordan was texting me this morning. Uh, he told me like eight times in text in successive texts that we were watching episode six and seven, and I really appreciated it because he knows me well enough to know that I'll just kind of skim it and be like, I got it, I got it, and then totally watch the wrong episodes. <laughs> So like he kept every text I sent him back like okay and he would be like okay great episode six and seven like just <laughs> in another text. Oh, well, I just so I found sure. that very very helpful. Oh good. Before I we get into the show, watch the right one. Before we get into the show, episode six and seven, uh, specifically this <laughs> show, episode six. Uh, Janine, what yeah. is your what is your sailor history? Um. Well, so it was on. Uh, it was on TV like before before school. I want to say like my senior year of high school. Um, so I definitely, cause I used to play video games before high school. This is very sad. I shouldn't be talking about this. I, I, my, my time before leaving for high school, be- between like getting up and leaving, going out the door, I play, used to play video games, but then Sailor Moon was on. So then I would watch Sailor Moon. Are you kidding? You shouldn't um, be ashamed of that. That's like the most productive I've ever heard anyone be in the morning. I, I, was, I would I sleep until like, the minute I had happened. to leave. I had to get, I had to like squeeze in because I had a lot of like after school activities. So I needed to like squeeze in my gaming time. So I would do it before school. Um, and then, so then Sailor Moon was on. So I would watch Sailor Moon. And then in college, I feel like it was on again, uh, like four o'clock. It was like Sailor Moon, Pokemon, sort of Dragon Ball Z yeah, time that, that on channel on, 11 right oh, oh really so, that was not even tsunami i figured that was when it was on tsunami. no i'm pretty sure it was like channel 11 or maybe even fox like it was definitely not i don't think it was cable okay um so a friend and i had uh, a class that we used to enjoy blowing off for sailor moon <laughs> and so we used to watch that a lot so i really i loved it so much like i, I loved it so sailor moon cost you your education yes 
Yes. And clearly or, it ruined your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel <laughs> Which like is kind of the, I mean, that's kind of in the spirit of the show to <laughs> skip school and watch Sailor Moon. Were you also shoving pork buns into your mouth at the same uh, time? Probably, probably just candy, but I wish it was pork buns. That would have been amazing. <laughs> well, if it's a dub, they're pork buns, but you call them donuts. <laughs> Is that what it was? They would always say, well, because they kind of realized they kind of sort of sort of not really look like donuts. Not really. Oh, my God. Well, they do it on. uh, Did we talk about uh, did we? I'm sure we talked about this. I feel like we talked about this with Juliet when she was on the show. Oh, no, no. With with Onigiri on Pokemon. Everyone loudly and frequently declares are donuts. No, clearly not. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So that was my big. And that we also, we fit in some, because we were talking about this earlier, I mean, be, before the podcast, we would fit in some smash also, <laughs> because you gotta. Nice. Now, do you have, do you have, who's your, who's your Sailor Scout? Sailor Scout? Well, why can't I talk? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was kind of torn between uh, Jupiter and Mercury. All right. Between the, 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 the sporty and the... I'm at this point where, virtual. like, all of them, when they show up, are my favorites. Because, uh, you know, it's so funny. I, I, so I haven't watched this show in such a long time. Like, I haven't watched it since college, um, which really is only five years, everyone, for those of you listening. Mm-hmm. It's only been five years sure. since I've been in college, so it's fine. Everything's ha, fine. Ha, 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 ha. Um, no, I, have, I haven't watched it in... A very long time. We'll just say a long time. Um, and so I was starting in watching it and I, you know, the, the opening has um, Mercury and uh, uh, Mars. Oh, what's wrong with me? And Mars. Yeah. In it. And I was like, oh, Mars. I loved her. And then I was like, oh, no, but I really did love Mercury. Like she was probably my favorite. And then I was like, oh, wait, but Jupiter comes on later. And I loved her. Like she was so <laughs> cool. And then I couldn't. I'm pretty sure it was probably Jupiter or Mercury if I had to pick. Okay. Yeah. So did Jordan, you, who's who, Jordan? Who's your favorite? Oh, mine's definitely Sailor Moon. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I knew that. I guess I knew that. Uh, and apparently, Chris likes all of them. Lame answer. I do. I do though. I mean, <laughs> it's well, I like, hard. <laughs> I I know what he means. I like all of them except for. Uh, I, I say I like all of them, and what I mean is I like the the inner century. I like the the five. Yeah. Because I I've again I love this show so much, and I've only seen uh, what the first two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like. I, I've never finished it, which is one of the things I'm really excited about. Have you uh, have you finished it, Janine? How far into it did you get? Um, I definitely saw I definitely saw some of the episodes with like Neptune and all of them. Okay, but I don't re- I don't think I was as religious with it at that point. Sure. Okay. Well, yeah, because again, that was when it, uh, it, they that was much later. They they brought those episodes over later, and so yeah, I had stopped watching it when they when they broadcast those as well. And yeah. I didn't see those until years later when I went back to look for them. Yeah. Uh, wait. Oh, I have such a nerdy thing to say that I just have to say because I again I, this brought back started bringing back like so many memories for me as I was watching it. So I I have to just say this. Okay. Um. So I took uh uh like a computer science class just to you know do a credit. Okay, let's get this out of the way. Like whatever I have to take. And um, I was really into like early like not early but you know HTML coding and stuff like that. I held my own website when I was in college and it was just like whatever crappy website with like my fan fiction on it. Um, 
but I took this class and we had, there was a whole HTML portion of it, but my teacher like kind of didn't really know HTML very well. So he ended up asking me to teach the class, the HTML portion. And I remember very specifically, I had a GIF of Sailor Moon and I was, and I like gave it to the class and I was like, okay, now we're going to learn how to put an image onto a website. And that's, that's the image that I used was a GIF of her. Of what, Sailor was, Moon. what was the GIF but, uh, of? It was like a quick, um, her tr- transformation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was kind of, like, I kind of knew it was going to be the transformation, but I kind yeah, I of mean, hoped it was going to be like from the little opening sequence where she's like eating ice cream and falling no, on her face. No, like, it was like a little, yeah, it was a little give of her transformation. And I also had a little, not chibi moon, but a little like chibi sailor moon. Oh, okay. Phew, that Just was doing like a little dance that I, that I also had them put on, on their sites. Yeah, I think Jordan and I, uh, we, I think we disagree about Sailor Mars. You like her. Uh, but we, we definitely agree about, uh, about uh, Chibiuso. I mean, I'll be 100% honest with you. When I finally watched the entire series, by the end of it, I was okay with her. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, but like that's because that's because you like if you stick with something <laughs> right. long enough. We know this because we're comics people. <laughs> right. If you stick with something long enough, you're gonna like it. Right. I, I did I'm not sure... go into reading 300 issues of The Punisher thinking Punisher was gonna be my favorite character. At the end of it. <laughs> it just happened because now I know everything about that dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure when we get to the to the to the Chibi Moon or whatever or Chibi Yusa or. Well, you know, I, I want to call her Rini. When we get to yeah, those Rini. episodes and she is just being super mean to Sailor Moon, I'm going to hate her. I'm going to hate her again. Yeah, it's like, why is she so, why is she so mean? These are dark days ahead. Dark <laughs> days ahead just a us. glimpse of what your future is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, speaking of this episode, though, and uh, and uh, and watching this on the series on TV, this is another episode that never aired in America in the original run. There was no original dub for this, uh, this week's episode. I was going to say, I definitely do not remember this episode. At all. I, when I was watching it, I was trying to figure out why uh, they cut it. And at first, uh, when I finished the episode, I was like, oh, okay, I think I know why. I think it's because there's almost no Sailor Moon in this episode. She doesn't, yes. she doesn't turn into Sailor Moon until like three quarters of the way through the episode. Then I watched next week's episode and I went, oh, she also doesn't turn into Sailor Moon until three quarters of the way into that episode. Does she only turn into Sailor Moon three quarters of the way into the episode? I feel like it usually happens earlier than this. Am I wrong? I mean... In the in the last couple, we've gotten a little bit of Sailor Moon, but there's like there's no and and correct me if I'm wrong. I did watch these again last night, and obviously I watched them when they went up on uh, Hulu the first time a couple uh, months ago. Uh, but these are the first episodes where there's no uh, twist to the action. Like there's no new power in these episodes. There's no new yeah new stuff. It's a very very straightforward. Uh, when um, Yusagi, tr- you know, she transforms, she fights the monster, the monster dies. Right, but it's uh, more I, about her, right? Yeah, it, it, but there's a lot of there's a lot of Yusagi stuff in both of yeah. these episodes, particularly the next one. Yeah. Uh, but these, I think that's because, and, and we're going to talk about this in next week's show, uh, these are the last two episodes before we start getting other Sailor Senji. Yes. Uh, the the next episode after the ones that we're going to watch with Janine oh, man. is the first appearance of Mercury. So I think that's what it is. I think it's just that at this point in the show, they've had five episodes of sort of getting down to the formula of Usagi. Like if this was a if this was a, a uh, an anime about a solo hero or like a tokusatsu show about a solo hero, uh, then this would just be how it worked from now on. <laughs> like a, right. until she got her sword, 
which is how it always goes. Uh, Although, interestingly enough, this episode does already sort of present a, a, a twist on the pattern. Because for most of this episode, the bad guy's plan is going completely wrong. Uh, yeah, it's the, and this, sort of funny. The focus in this one is not necessarily on the uh, the Dark Kingdom conflict, the Negaverse conflict. It's on. It, it's very much like a, a like a Western superhero story in a lot of ways, because there's very much a a normal person who's having a problem that the superhero needs to help with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like this could this could almost be a Spider-Man story. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah, like you know, like Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man's friend makes a mixtape. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's the plot of this episode, which right. I really like. Like I I uh I really like this episode and I'm not sure why it didn't make it. Like it didn't make the cut. Do you have any like other ideas? Cause it's not like, it's not particularly violent or scary. Nope. Nobody gets open hands slapped across the face. <laughs> I mean, the like main reason in previous episodes, my guess is the main thing is they just were like, we want to get to the other scouts sooner and said, so we're only going to have this many of just Sailor mm. Moon and let's cut this one, this one and this one, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's disposable. It's certainly, it, it does not advance the ongoing plot of the show, but I mean, for God's sake, like, if we're gonna if we're gonna take that razor to the show <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't but it doesn't even advance the side characters it doesn't even advance you know what i mean, yeah, I mean it doesn't that, really do it doesn't really do anything except to just give you a little bit more of her and just a little bit more flavor to her and her relationships you know to her schoolmates and to her parents and I mean, her parents are in it for like 30 seconds in the, right. in the next one. But it, do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really do a lot except, I mean, it's it's fun stuff, but it's not mandatory. Now, uh, Jordan, yes. refresh my memory. Did the the radio show episode, did that air in America? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because this one feels it, thematically, it covers, I think, a lot of the same ground of that episode. And that might also be a contributing factor. That could be. Because it's another one where there's a lot of unrequited love. And Usagi is is kind of you know the 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 teenager who's in love with the idea of love. Although it's not even really unrequited. Well, okay, Let, let's 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 get into it. Let's start. The <laughs> okay, it's, so I think we, if I remember correctly, we start with them uh, with Mo- uh, my, again. I want to say Molly, Molly and Serena. We start with Molly well, first, and Serena listening first, to jazz. Right. First, we get. Uh, have we talked about the openings? I because I love the openings of this show. Well, other than like, you, you mean, do you mean the ones you recite every episode or? Well, the teaser, like, oh, yeah, there's the yeah. teaser and then there's the little summary. Oh, my God. The teaser. And I, the teasers are so great because it's oh, always yeah. they are always Usagi being shocked about yes. what is happening and then saying <laughs> that's unforgivable. <laughs> and I want that to be her catchphrase. Like, I want her to say that in the show more where like Molly's like, oh, or, or Nara's like, oh, Usagi, they're out of uh, they're out of donuts at the cafeteria today. And Usagi's like, that is unforgivable. <laughs> In the teaser, it also mentions it. It starts this whole Bach is the father. Of yes, Bach, and then it's not at the last. It's just like a throwaway joke. Like I kept, I don't know why, I kept thinking that there was going to be like a Bach character. <laughs> in the episode and then it's just like a throwaway dumb line in the last like 30 seconds yeah and i, I, mean, I thought i mean I, we all I, know that's true though we all know that bach is the father of music that's what he's yeah. called all the time yes. well to be honest with you i googled it because that's how they say part of you know a, a part of the society that yeah refers to him as the father of western music and it's like okay 
I never <laughs> heard that. Bach's really like the Sailor Moon of music, <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> But yeah, that was amazing. So that, yeah, that was pretty funny. So yeah, um, we have uh, Yusagi Tukino. She's a 14-year-old middle school student. She's a bit of a klutz. Uh, she, you might say she's a little emotional. She's a cancer. First stone is a pearl. Blood type? <laughs> blood type is... Uh, I forget. Oh. Blood type's not in this one. No? Oh, okay. I'm surprised. Wait, I'm sorry. The- Back up one second. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're Sailor talking Moon? about uh, Usagi's birthstone and blood type and uh, and uh, zodiac sign. Of I course, I definitely don't remember that being in this episode. They're actually the little not intro in the at the intro beginning. This one. Oh, they weren't. Oh, okay. No, no I just no. remember it from other episodes that that is uh, that is laid out. Yeah. That is one of my my favorite things about uh, anime and manga because it seems so weird, and, and I know it's like a thing in Japan. The blood type? Thing? Uh, yeah, like blood type. Yeah, and those, those specific yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. An I mean, astrological birth, sign. Birthstone, because I've, I'd heard of in America, but like blood type meaning something about who you are was just like, what? I literally did not even know my blood type until my daughter was born because I had to. Right. Because they I, asked me, but I didn't know that until I, I very recently. I think I'm O positive, but I can't remember for sure. Is that the good one? That's the good one. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, depends what good, you mean by the blood. good one. Yeah. Good blood. Uh, the, I think the best, best, best one is, depending on w- what your point of view is, is O negative, because that's the one that is the universal donor. That's, I think, uh, Devin has, I believe she's O negative, my wife, and she g- gives the kind of blood that when they, they take her blood, they're like, we're going to give this blood to like premature babies Aww. because it's the safest thing for them. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how that's they guilt really her into nice. doing it too. They're like premature babies need blood. Will you give them blood? <laughs> right. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, the first time favorite... I encountered, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say the first time I encountered the weird thing of uh, like characters, blood type being listed was I believe it's on the arcade cabinet. It might just be in the uh, attract mode, but I think it's on the arcade cabinet of Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, <laughs> which is such a weird thing. So you're like, oh, yeah, Guile, blood type B. Well, they're in He's fights. A cool guy. They're going to need transfusions. <laughs> right. Yeah, like that's, and that's what I thought as a kid. <laughs> Because, like, Street Fighter 2 came out in, like, 1992. I was, like, 10 years old. That I would make up weird reasons for things. And I was like, yeah. man, these, I guess this is their, I guess this is their medical information card. It's got date of birth and blood type. <laughs> allergies. Any allergies they have. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle's allergic to penicillin. Oh, um, that guy took a beating. <laughs> he took a hard beating in, the, in that uh, Air Force base. <laughs> My favorite thing about the opening is this whole thing going through it and then like the little summary of who she is they go through the whole thing and then she's like and then you know look i got all these powers now and i guess i have to defend the world i'm pretty freaked out about it but i mean everything's gonna work out in the end i'm sure so it's great moving on (laughs) it'll all work out i loved that it's pretty uh once again we start off in in the dark kingdom do we Uh, yes we we get a little bit of the dark kingdom i don't know if we see barrel we do. Uh, okay, so we see Beryl, and she is listening to a cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, she's got her cassette in her crystal ball. Her crystal ball is a cassette player. And yes. she is, once again, working that crystal ball. <laughs> of course. I, I, what, I just want to know what she is doing. No. <laughs> like, uh, that is it, the big Like, crowd. what does she go and do after she just she sits there and does this with the somebody? ball? She just keeps swirling the ball. Yeah, I just want to know, like, if she would, if she would say just once, like, okay, 
Uh, I got to keep my dark energy flowing into the crystal ball. She never says that. Like, we right. That's what it is. But she just looks like she's, you know, doing very focused hand only Tai Chi around this crystal ball. Uh, yeah. Get the big crowd of monsters again, which is a, a favorite of mine. I, what's oh. funny about it is the idea of um, what Jedi is doing. Now, obviously, we're, we're, we know he's trying to get energy, but he's basically like you could like recast the Dark Kingdom as like get rich quick schemes, because basically <laughs> all he does is he's like, OK, that didn't work. All right. What else do people like? What else? Pe- people like music. I got some music. We could do a thing with music. Uh, they'll, they'll spend their energy on that. Sounds good. And she's like, all right, give it a shot. There's also a thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I definitely thought there was going to be like, speaking of the cassette tape, I was like, oh man, cassette tapes. Like, wow, it really has been a long time since I watched the show. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, I'm old. I'm not that old. Like for sure there were CDs around (laughs) when I first watched this show. So I was like, oh, you know, and then the CD shows up later. And I definitely thought there was going to be some like old people versus young people and like the format of their music thing happening. Oh, I, don't, nice. I think I was thinking a little bit too much about it. Yeah, that was that, that's too deep. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a thing where they're demonstrating uh, uh, Jedi is like, yo, check this out, Queen Barrel. I got this this time <laughs> because I have a, a single. <laughs> and when you blast this shit out of your boombox and or crystal ball, <laughs> Uh, it makes they have like a, a bouquet of roses that dies <laughs> flowers die <laughs> from the ultrasonic waves. And this seems like it would be an extremely easy thing for people to notice yeah. <laughs> that they were dying. And it also seems like it would be devastating. Like if you play <laughs> if you play this song once and any plant life within like 30 feet dies, that is going to that is going to jack up the world. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, I'm assuming it will kill people the same way. Yeah, but it doesn't. Well, we don't, <laughs> don't know. We never, we never hear it. Just it just makes them sleepy, like usual. Well, sure. Over time, they would have died. Yes. Well, then maybe the flower, the flowers just went to sleep. <laughs> they would be fine. They'd wake up later. <laughs> uh, we also get uh, a quick look at our uh, monster in human form of this episode. Uh, and I know we've talked about the, the fashions before. And uh, she's got a really great outfit. Like, I really... She's got like some, like so. I guess they're leggings, maybe skinny uh, it jeans. It looks like a dance. It looks kind of like a dance, like a dancer going to her rehearsal. Yeah, she, but she's got those. She's got some cute ankle boots. Yeah, like, everything's coordinated. It's really great. Got, yeah. I really love the outfit in this one. Like a red yeah. blazer, right? It's, it's kind of like a, like it. I don't know how to describe it because <laughs> I don't. I don't have the words because I don't know what you call a lot of women's clothing. Sure. Sure. <laughs> But yeah, it, it like folds. It like, it's it's like a like how a, a bathrobe like folds over, and then I think it's got a belt. It's it's very cute. It is super cute. So yeah, then okay. then Jordan. After sorry, all that, sorry, sorry, we finally get to Naru, uh, who has discovered Jazz and wants to make all her friends feel stupid. Which didn't sound much like Jazz to me. It, yeah, it's a it's a like. It's probably technically like what else do you what else how else would you categorize this? All right, I guess it's jazz. But like it's not a particularly jazzy number. It's no. just a really mellow piano piece that's, you know, pretty. Um that being said, it kind of puts everybody in the room to sleep already like without the subliminal. <laughs> not in a bad way, but like they're all just kind of lying there going, "Yeah, this is a nice song." It's called um, Rain from the Heart, too. There you go. By the way, <laughs> is the name of the song. That's amazing. Can you can you download uh, yeah, it? Is I it on iTunes how or? Judgy. Naru was. Oh yeah. Well, it's, you, it's 
it's so weird because this the main character of our show, like our 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 heroine, our ostensible viewpoint character, is like just immediately deferring to her 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 layabout friend because she she listens to jazz and that makes her so much more mature. Yes. Well, yeah, she says, she says uh, yeah, if, if if there's anything you don't understand about this piece, like, just ask and I'll explain just it to you. Just ask me. <laughs> so this very mature girl who is so mature because she's listening to jazz also then goes, I mean, it's a, it's a song from an older man. I want to go out with him, <laughs> which is amazing. I was also thinking, I wonder how old he actually is on the show. Like when I was watching this in high school, he would have been old, but now I'm probably older than he is. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he's probably. What do you think? Like, well, he might be like what thirty? Like at the at the oldest? Like he probably he doesn't seem like a fifty year old guy or anything. No. No, no, no. He, but he I was assuming like yeah, I was assuming like late twenties, early thirties, maybe. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking so much about this. I mean, like I maybe I could date him. Today. I have no idea. Oh yes, I don't know. Uh, I, I think he would you turn listen, you down you first. To jazz? Are you I mature? Do. I, I am pretty mature. Okay. If you guys ever have any questions, just don't <laughs> hesitate to ask me. Despite the way you look, you're actually pretty mature. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As Serena says later in the episode. <laughs> oh, it's so good. God, I can't wait <laughs> I to get to that scene. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so at the. Is it a it's a recording studio or yeah. is it a radio station? Studio. It's a recording studio. Uh, the monster appears in a cloud of bats. I oh, love awesome. it. Wait, but 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 the transition to the scene actually first because the transition is they're looking at the oh, the yeah, jazz yeah, dude yeah. CD cover and then fade to he's living the CD cover at that moment. <laughs> he's, living, he's living that uh, CD cover life <laughs> because the CD cover is him holding is like the you know his legs and holding the flowers in the rain and then fade to he's actually walking in the rain with flowers right now. <laughs> Uh, Do you think the- he waited till it rained? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> no, man. He just, what is What did they say? Like, he just is always in the moment. So he doesn't think about whether it's going <laughs> to rain or not. I think he waited until it rained because he's like, he's been building up to confessing his love for so long. Yes. He's like, he's like, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it like my album cover. <laughs> Which is, it's a good thing that his album cover is like fittingly romantic and that it's not like Frank Frazetta. It's not like a Molly Hatchet <laughs> album cover or else he'd be riding in there on a horse cutting off heads. It should be a whole different show. That would be a great cover for that smooth jazz song though. <laughs> <laughs> I'd listen to it. I, look, what are you gonna What are you gonna buy? Are you gonna buy uh Are you gonna buy a uh, rain from the heart with a picture of shoes and flowers on a dirty street? Is it gonna be? Or rain are you gonna buy uh rain, rain from, from, the from the heart? Heart like R E I G N yep. exactly exactly <laughs> heart yeah. with with death dealer that, on the cover. That seems like like a meatloaf album. Oh, it does. <laughs> it's, it's from Bad Out of Hell three. <laughs> Bad Out of Hell four. The really deep cuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyrene appears in a cloud of bats. Yep, which I love. Love it. So good. I was like, uh, I feel like this might be noticeable, but okay. <laughs> look, it's, it's cool. the only way to get around. You're just trying to sneak in somewhere. Maybe don't bring your bats, but that's fine. They get bats all the time. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, at now, the recording studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, the middle yeah. of the city. Oh, bats again. Duh. <laughs> now, uh, Jedi has told her to put the uh, energy draining subliminal ultrasonic waves onto the cassette tapes. She does this by holding up a tape 
and having some black lightning crackle around it. Yeah. And then just says, this will take care of everything here. Yeah, because basically, I mean, like, whatever. You you have to kind of just, I, I, I sort of go, well, I guess they're just assuming magic, everything will be fine. But she just basically puts it on a cassette tape, puts the cassette tape in the player and goes, I don't know. From from everything they record here, they'll mix in my tape too for some reason. Yeah, it's it's, it's the plot of Josie and the Pussycats, <laughs> the movie. Good point. You're right. You're right. It is. They have that machine that Parker Posey and Alan Cumming built. But that's the thing. If it was a machine, you'd be, it's more believable. Just going one tape, like wouldn't they come in and go, "Oh, somebody left a tape in garbage." <laughs> yeah, which which coincidentally <laughs> is, is what exactly happens. what happened. The so, weird thing is that up to this point in the show, the Dark Kingdom has essentially financed like five separate businesses. <laughs> like they like they 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 replace Molly's mom, Naru's mom in uh at jewelry store Osapi mm-hmm. uh, in the first episode. But since then, like I'm pretty sure like the like the Negaverse rented out space for that pet store last week. I'm pretty, like they were they are heavily investing in local business. Uh, and this time they're just bypass. Like, I kind of feel like this should be, and they do this in uh, Codename Sailor V a lot, uh, that uh, all of the uh, villains in Codename Sailor V are like musical acts from a talent agency called the Dark Agency. Right. Which is like, it's in the phone book under that name, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, and I kind of feel like, judging by the pattern that has been set up on this show, this should be like, Dark Kingdom recordings, like like in their new skyscraper office, uh, doing all this. But instead, they just go straight for uh, for Jam. Yeah, <laughs> they go to Jam, which has an awesome logo on the side of the building. So she leaves her tape in there, and uh, just as she puts it in, uh, in runs uh, a character we will know, Akiko, by the end of the episode. Uh, but she runs in and goes, oh, I forgot the tape and grabs the tape. The, now she's looking for a different tape, which I guess she forgot somewhere else, which we'll never actually find out. <laughs> we where. Kiko, never is dressed, found- uh, Kiko is dressed like your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> she's a professional lady. And uh, what's the what's the- a cardigan, turtleneck and pearls in, in shades of teal and it's violet. The best. What's the best. And then what's the monster's name? Uh, Kyrian. So Kyrian is like, uh-oh. She hides, but then she's like, oh, I'm going to kill her if she's trying to get out of here with this tape. Does like Freddy Krueger fingers. And then another person comes in and is like, oh, well, if there's two people, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. I better <laughs> stay hidden and lets them escape with the tape. Uh, I love the shot of uh, Kyrian's claws coming out oh yeah Ew, it's like really creepy <laughs> yeah because her hand like snaps in in different ways yes. and elongates yeah and it's, it's coming in creepy. from yeah it's set up really weird because she's standing like uh her left shoulder is out of frame like she's on the the, the right side of the frame and her left shoulder is off frame but her hand comes in like perfectly horizontal yeah and starts snapping around and her fingernails start coming out and it's like it is almost as though they were filming this with actors and the person who was wearing the uh, prosthesis uh, just was standing behind her and reached onto frame. Right. <laughs> but like, it's really, it looks disconnected and creepy. And there's a really good contrast between, you know, this, this beautiful woman and, and then this weird uh, spindly misshapen hand that comes on. It's such a good shot. Like I really yeah. love the animation in this episode. Yeah. So, uh, Akiko walks out with the tape, uh, and now you you, were, you mentioned unrequited love. Here's the thing: it's not so much unrequited love as it is that this woman is the most oblivious woman on the planet. 
Okay, so see, I want to talk about that for a second because okay. oh wait, because I don't want to step on anything. So we haven't gotten to the name of the tape yet. Well, yeah. So because so what? So this this little short scene is she walks in, she walks out to meet. She 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 runs into uh, I can't remember his name, Mister Jazz dude. You, yeah, Yusuke. Uh, our, our jazz musician who has come there in the rain drenched with the flowers in his hand. She's like, Oh, you're here. Hey, awesome. He goes, yeah, it's your birthday. Oh, right. I forgot. Uh, cool. Oh, you forgot an umbrella. Well, that's you. You're a crazy person. Uh, here's your tape. You'll have to think of a name. And he goes, well, it, and then she leaves and he goes, it had a name. Like it, it's written on the if cover. Only you it's written. Written. have if only you would like look for a second, you would see it already has a name. It's called a waltz for a Kiko. Yes. To be fair, to be fair, it says that in English. Maybe she it doesn't does. speak English. He's getting a little cute with it. Well, so here's my thing. And maybe this is just me projecting. I was like, oh, she noticed. She she noticed. She's trying to let you down easy, buddy. Because you're being a real creeper right now. You're creeping around in the rain. You're all wet. You didn't even bring an umbrella, weirdo. You show up with some wet roses. You know she has work to do. And then you're like, I don't know, like trying to creep on her. And she's like, uh, I have a lot of work to do. It's probably being all night or so. Um, you're probably gonna have to leave. Okay, bye. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Poor Jasmine. <laughs> Oh man, you just changed this entire episode. Yeah, you just destroyed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> then I was like, "Wow, Sailor is really progressive." Everyone, this is amazing. Well, I mean, I knew that wasn't really what was happening, but the setup was very funny to me. <laughs> In that, I kept waiting for her to be like, "Oh, Yu Chan, no." Oh no. <laughs> no, but she instead gives him an umbrella. She says, Hey, take my pink umbrella. Right. Which I also thought was funny that we only see the umbrella isn't like it doesn't go anywhere no. that it's pink. No. It just, just is, it is pink. And then you have pink. this guy walking around with this pink umbrella. That's which how I thought. he knows which one to take. I, yeah, I know. Look. It's a big building. Jam <laughs> occupies a skyscraper. Right. As all uh Relative, relatively minor jazz labels do in Japan. <laughs> uh, so there were a lot of lot of uh, umbrellas there to right. worry about. But she doesn't even take like he brought her flowers for her birthday and she doesn't even take them. I was like, oh, come on. It does. It Janine, you make so much sense though because <laughs> it's that so much easier it, to believe. Yeah, you're right. That like she would not be like, oh, I forgot it's my birthday. She she'd be like, oh right, it's oh, my it birthday. Is. It is my birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I gotta go. I have to go though, because I have this guy with me. Like I brought this guy downstairs with me, and I imagine in the elevator, she was like, "Look, this guy is really creeping me out. Can you just like stick around? Don't leave, okay? Just don't leave. Come back upstairs with me." I don't know. He's being really weird lately. Listen, can you text me in like five minutes? <laughs> right, exactly. Just give me an out for this conversation. Exactly. Oh my god, this episode's ruined. I'm sorry, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Sailor Business. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the problem being, I'm not you know, a friend. I'm just a guest. Spoiler for the end of the episode: we find out that they get married at the end. Well, it, sure, <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't I know. know that my reading on it is really accurate, but this was she my just, first. He just bugs her until she marries him. Right. That's fine. So no, no, they they are they are in love. They're in love and they're both shot. That is, we we are not going to entertain this horrible fantasy any longer. Oh, so so after this uh, scene of of non love or obliviousness, one of the two, uh, we we cut to uh, 
Isagi is walking out in the rain with the umbrella because she actually paid attention to the weather. And <laughs> shockingly, <laughs> I know I, I'm kind of surprised myself, but she, but well, cause you know why? Cause she's in she's her brand new, new clothes. She's wearing a new outfit. She doesn't want them to get wet. So she's yeah, walking she, with her umbrella. And it's, again, this episode is like on point for fashion design. That's yes. a fun outfit. Cause uh, I, I love Naru's uh, lounging around the house, uh, full on dance outfit. Yep. Uh, but like, uh, Usagi's outfit in this episode is it's so cute. It is like the cutest outfit. It is really cute. And then uh, Jazzman slams into her and knocks her into the ground, knocks her into puddles and like gets her outfit totally wet. And she's furious and becomes like a demon and threatens his life <laughs> and scares him to death. But it turns out he's already scared to death uh, because someone's been chasing him. And so th- we, this is where we get a little weird uh, flashback, which is not normal for these kind of shows. We don't usually do this, but we've jumped ahead and now we flashback because now we find out what happened to him. Well, he got out with the pink umbrella and then, uh, you know, yeah, bats started flying around, surprisingly, and they <laughs> congealed into a woman and they <laughs> congealed further into a giant bat woman, or at least so the shadow seems to imply. And he got super scared, dropped the flowers, dropped the umbrella, and ran like hell. And that's when he smashed into our good friend, Usagi. And so then they talk for a second, and he goes, yeah, now that I've like told you that story, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> like, I, don't really I was probably just it. hallucinating, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? That couldn't have really happened. Uh, so, okay. I got, I've got a gig at a jazz club. I'm going to go. Here's my card so I can pay for your clothes. And then she spazzes out because she realizes he's the same guy she was just listening to the CD of. What? <laughs> um, and then uh, he goes, he runs off to the club and uh, what happens next? Is it then, then she goes right to the club? Then she goes right to the club. So she goes to the club and her and Luna are, are walking outside the club. And obviously they don't think it's a hallucination. They're like, no, there's monsters are real. Like, so it was probably a monster. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) which is a great, I wish that would happen more often. Yeah. Yeah, Monsters are real guys. It's it's actually a monster. (laughs) Well, wait, we're going to talk about it later. It kind of does. That sort of does happen in the next episode. Okay. (laughs) We'll get to that one. We'll get to that one too. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, she, she catches on quick. Right. Is, uh, and is very calm about it. Well, that is true. That is true. She's, she's kind of uh, surprisingly brave at this point. Uh, although again, she's usually pretty brave until she actually sees the monsters. (laughs) Um, so she goes, uh, so they go to the club and Luna of course says, uh, I don't think they're going to let you into a cool jazz club. You're just a kid. So she goes, Oh yeah, that's a good point. Luna pen. Uh, that's why it's a bummer. They cut this episode because it's one of the very few uses of the, of the Luna pen. Love it. Uh, Yeah. She decides to do what she turns into a hot musician a hot musician i love literally everything about this sequence yes it's because we've talked about the lunapin and yep. how much i actually love the lunapin <laughs> i love that it's her phrasing that she wants to turn into a hot musician yep very specific uh and then i love the end result like yes which is super she turns into pizzazz from the misfits like yes. straight up yes that was my thought too and she's also wearing, she is wearing stockings and garters. Yeah. That, that actually might be why this episode didn't make it. Green hair with streaks of pink, or is it pink hair with streaks? No, it's green hair with it's streaks green. of pink. It's green with streaks of pink. Yeah. It's like, I mean. Belly, a, just belly out. Yeah, she, I mean, she looks yeah, like her a. belly's exposed, totally. And and uh, and stockings and garters and a mini skirt and a red le- like a red leather Michael Jackson beat it jacket. Yeah, 
like thriller yeah. jacket. And then she gets to zing Luna back by going, oh, so now I'm going to go in, uh, but they probably won't let a cat in. Oh. And then, and then the solution is again, <laughs> one of my favorite things that happens on the show. The best. That Luna pretends to be dead so that Usagi can wear her as an accessory. Like, that is something. First of all, she does not look like a jazz musician. No. She looks no. like a, like, she, again, Punk she rock. looks like pizzazz. She looks like glam at best. And like dirtbag punk at worst. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere between. Or like, I mean, to be honest with you, again, again, we're in Japan. So like crazy, like, you know, J-pop performers sometimes looking like nutty stuff like that. But yeah, again, super weird. Definitely not jazz, considering that we go in and we hear that that rain from the heart again uh, in the club. It's his one hit. <laughs> yes, of course. It's one song that he knows how to play. So, okay, yeah. So, so yeah, she wears Luna as a little uh, stole or something. Uh, Luna, and by the way, Luna's in doing this is not like close her eyes. Luna's eyes like bug out as far as possible when pretending right. to be a stole. Um, <laughs> he, uh, waiter comes up and says, you want a drink? She goes, yeah, I'll have a, uh, well, dep- d- the, the, trans- the, the, the sub says ice cream float or soda float or something like that. Soda float, soda float. But what she actually literally says is she actually says cream soda. Um, oh really? Yes. You could actually hear her say it. She just says cream soda flat out. Um, and there, and the guy's like, we don't have that. And she goes, then I'll have nothing. And he's going, oh, and just backs away. Well, I that think was- that he reacted to the fact that her her cat stole that she was wearing <laughs> was like moving around and like having some problems. You think that's breathing. what it was? Yeah. Okay. I think it's definitely breathing, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's just one of those funny things where like. It, it's one of those things that you, you know, they usually have rules about like you have to, you know, you go into a club, you, 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 drink, you drink, yeah. and then, but like the audacity of her to say, I'm not going to have anything defeats that rule. Yeah. Are you going to tell a hot musician like that what she can and can't do in your club? That's true. That's true. When they're a hot musician, you can't stop them. Out of control. Uh, so we cut from there to the garage. Uh, Yusuke leaves the stage and goes immediately to the garage. No, is- no. But wait, one more thing. Again, got to okay. point this out. He, le- You're right. He does leave the stage. And Yusuke doesn't notice because she falls asleep. The best. So... Look- Jazz he, makes you sleepy. <laughs> so again, this is the Negaverse's plot <laughs> already happening. They don't need to add the subliminal waves. It already is putting everybody to sleep, apparently. She doesn't <laughs> notice the performance ends because they put on this jazz and she falls asleep and then wakes up and goes, Whoa, oh, he's gone. Aha! And has to chase after him. Uh, so in the garage, he has his uh, another cassette tape of a waltz for Akiko. <laughs> yep. And this time he pulls out a picture of Akiko, and Janine Schaefer has ruined this picture. It's so creepy, you guys. What is the picture again? What is well, the like? picture, it's just her in the same outfit, by the way, with her hair, <laughs> her hair is different and looks even more grandma. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, she's waving and smiling and she's got her eyes closed, but she like... If uh, if Janine had not said anything, I would be like, oh, it's like, you know, she's kind of shy. But now no. it just looks like she took a picture of her. OK, creeper. OK, <laughs> go away now. Like she didn't even really know he was taking the picture until the last second. She was like, what? Oh, like that, that's what it looks like. It really does. And I uh, <laughs> ruined, ruined, you ruined this episode. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could be a part. <laughs> I'm glad I could be a part of it. <laughs> 
Uh, it wouldn't be so bad if Usagi wasn't helping this guy for the rest, <laughs> for the rest of the show. <laughs> Listen, uh, it all works out in the end. Just all right. So what happens? So okay. So he's moping. There are bats, and then shockingly, bats. Uh, there are bats like just flying in the garage, and oh right, you kind of get the feeling that she's going to appear in a cloud of bats again and be really scary. Instead. And I, I, I talked before about how that earlier shot looked like it was from a live action show because it looked kind of like a live action special effect. And this entire sequence and, and some of the stuff that we're going to see later, I feel like they were actually trying to make it look like a live action show because so much happens that would be easily explained by, OK, that's that's the budget of a live action show, right. even though that makes no sense for an anime. Right. Right. But like. But again, I think this shot looks really cool. We cut to uh, an elevator and the elevator doors open and it's just red light and bats in the elevator surrounding uh, 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 Kirin, who is like looking like demonic prince in her purple, uh, yes. in her purple blouse. Yes. Surrounded by it's like it's like if you made a Castlevania game and Prince was Dracula, this is exactly what it would look like, <laughs> which is amazing. I love it. I love it. It looks so cool. Yes. And he like he is so freaked out that he turns blue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It looks like somebody punched him in the eyes like all of a sudden he's like black and blue for no reason. Uh, then we got Serena running down the stairs. She's transformed. Oh, sorry, it's not. It's not a second copy of a waltz for Kiko. It's the one that has the yeah. ultrasonic waves on it. Yeah, right, because the one, that's had, why she had given it to him. Right. That's why. Yeah. That's why the bad guys are after him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, right. Usagi's running downstairs. She's already transformed back into herself for some reason, and she's no longer a hot musician. Hot. Yeah. She doesn't need to be anymore. <laughs> Turns out, um, she gets down there, and uh, they jump in the car and drive away. Right. Well, no. Well, there's another shot where uh, Kirin, in her human form jumps behind a bunch of cars and then jumps back out in her monster form. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And again, like she she turns into a big batwing demon monster and flies off. So it's not like something that that looks it doesn't look cheap, but that she has to jump behind a car and then this other thing comes out is yeah. the other thing where I'm like I'm like this makes like if this was Power Rangers, that would be exactly how they did it. That's so funny, right? Why did they do that? I don't know. I, like yeah. it's a it's a weird effect. Like I I have no idea why they would do that, but I kind of like that they did because it makes like it makes it seem a little more fake and a little more real at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. Right. So she because she flies off goes, with the tape. Like oh, okay. Right. This is how people would do it. Right. Right. So she flies off with the tape. Back to continuing her mission, and uh, the guy's gonna drive after her because he's like, no, that's my song. I don't want to lose it. Right? Is this what this is what the implication is? Yes. Uh, Usagi gets in the car with him. She's uh, super excited. Now this is the scene. This is the scene uh, you wanted to talk about, right? Like this. This is a super silly scene. This guy. Because this guy oh, yes. keeps being such a weirdo <laughs> with his like. Do you know what I mean with his voice? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Ooh, he gets really embarrassed while they're in the middle of this really dynamic high-speed car chase like there's <laughs> some really really cool shots of like they're very quick like there's a lot of shots that are just like the car moving along a kind of like a static shot of the car moving along a, a moving background but there's like there's some close-up shots of the car like taking curves 
that look yeah. really great. Yeah. And then there's the guy inside the car with a 14 year old girl going, it's just a crush. It's just, just a kind of crush girl. Like he normally, like to me, a lot of it is the sound of his voice because like just the tone of his voice because he's, he's, you know, normally he's got this really kind of normal, like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I'm a jazz musician. I do a bunch of stuff. And then she's like, Oh, and you wrote this thing for Akiko, right? And he's like, oh, well, I mean, I kind of, how did you know that? Because it's on the thing. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Usagi says, even an old guy like you yes, has the right to fall in love. And he says, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> cool. Thanks. But he, he does do it in that weird voice that Jordan is talking about. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like it just is so strange. I mean, it's just super exaggerated, but it's fun and it's silly. He also uh, asks why Usagi wants to, uh, like, why this 14-year-old girl is so, you know, eager to help him fight a monster. And she just tells him she's a superhero. Yeah. She goes, oh, it's because I'm a champion of justice for those in love. And, like, Luna is, again, still on her shoulder as an accessory. <laughs> yep. Which, at this point, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's totally and Luna unnecessary. Is freaking out. <laughs> I love I texted Jordan right after I watched the episode and I was like Luna is so funny in this episode Luna is the best Luna is the best part of every episode she's so funny until until this is a really like this is a really really good episode for a lot of reasons yeah Uh, even though I feel like it's ultimately uh, unnecessary like it's still really solid yeah just Luna face palming her way through the (laughs) entire episode there's also a cool shot of uh, Usagi sticking her head out the window of the car where her hair is blown around and it was cool. Yeah, it's a way that we never see uh, Usagi's hair. Like, the, it never looks like that. Yeah. Uh, it's very weird and wavy. So bats. Oh, so bats then they get, the they get to the, studio. they see the recording studio and then they're like, oh no, Akiko's in there. <laughs> That's where Akiko works. And and, Serena, and Usagi's like, what? Because she was not expecting that. <laughs> And the, yeah, the bats are hovering over every single person in the in the building, making sure they're all unconscious. Uh, I, which I was at one point. I was in. like, "Did she? That'd be really awesome if she's like, all right, bats, each of you take one person, beat them up, knock them out.'" <laughs> we don't see that. We just see them already unconscious. So who knows? So uh, we get a much longer version of her transformation, where like all the bats come together and cover her, and then form up into this uh, this high fashion demon. Yeah, bat demon. She's got big bat ears, uh, like actual bat ears, not like yeah. just points on top of her head, and uh, and big bat wings. But also, she's wearing like a dress. And there's like a. And she has chest hair. Right, yeah, I was I was gonna say my thing in the right thing. She has a huge like tuft of fur, <laughs> like right on her boobs, like just this random <laughs> like diamond of fur poking out from her dress from her beautiful dress it's it, 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 which is weird because she has a perm on her head yeah yeah sure <laughs> yeah, so why not why not why not uh, uh so I, then one of my favorite lines of the episode uh usagi and luna get blasted backwards and uh <laughs> luna says are you okay and she says i, fell on my butt. <laughs> I just fell on my butt <laughs> do you think i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> I was dying laughing. It's so ridiculous. There's a there's a great little action sequence here um, where uh, the uh, Kyrian has Akiko and she's got her claws out and she's getting ready to stab her in the neck if Usagi doesn't hand over the tape. So Usagi throws the tape in the air and Luna, who yes. weighs two pounds, yes, Luna is a very small cat who was recently worn as an accessory, <laughs> jumps into the air and like like. 
like clobbers uh, Kyurin <laughs> while kicks her. Uh, Yusuke saves Akiko yep. and then Luna lands with the tape and just stomps it with her front paw yeah. and her it's like little awesome. tiny paw it's like the cutest most badass moment yeah, I put it's, in my notes Luna kicks ass in this one again because she yeah. is awesome in this one it's really ass. great It's it, there's like a she's got like the one fang out it's like yeah. really awesome and then again, it's not until after all this, after all of this, they've, they've already destroyed the plot. The plot is done. <laughs> this is the best. Now is when she gets to transform into Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's 18 minutes and 34 seconds into a 22-minute cartoon. Well, also, wait, at some point, at some point, and now I don't know if it happens now or if it's later, they've been running around with this tape, this MacGuffin, like the entire episode, and Yusuke looks at the tape and goes, oh, that's not my tape. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's... <laughs> That, that was before this. That was before this. Because he never took it out of the case. No. He just assumed. And so when she takes it out of the case, he goes, oh, that's not it. Oh, that tape's got uh, mystical dark energy on it. <laughs> I usually record on piano. It's just so funny. Like this whole thing about this tape, this tape, and my tape, and here's your tape. And he's like, oh, no. Wait, oh, sorry, my bad. This actually isn't mine. This isn't mine. I don't know what this is. It's not my tape. They should have just left. They should have gone, oh, all right. And just all walked out. Uh, so, uh, Kyurian blasts out of the side of the building. That shot looks great. Uh, just busting through glass and uh, heading to the uh, an adjacent building. Usagi jumps out and manages to land, like she transforms at 18 minutes, 34 seconds, manages to land on a stage in front of a picture of the moon. Yes. That I do not, like, <laughs> no explanation is offered or required, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, oh, so th- I had a question about the transformation as well, because yes. I only ever watched these dubs. Um, okay, Sailor Moon powers makeup. Sailor, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, I, I don't understand the question. What does she say? What, is her, t- what, is, her, what is her catchphrase? Her call? Oh, yeah. uh, Moon... Moon powers. No, moon. Oh, my God. Yeah, see? If for some reason, I can't remember it either, which is it's weird. Like moon, she says moon. it all the time. We see it every episode. Why can't we remember it? Moon something powers makeup. Like, that's yeah. what she no, says. No, it's not power. Moon prism no. power makeup. Oh, Moon okay. prism moon power prism makeup. Power that's what right. she says. But in the dub, I feel like she said something else. because I no, definitely she, she doesn't say makeup. She says she moon say prism makeup. power in the dub. And that's it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because so I was like, I definitely don't remember her saying the word makeup. No, they definitely change a lot of the transformation and power stuff. She also doesn't say Moon Tiara uh, action. She uses oh, yeah, Moon guess Tiara she magic in the in the dub in the in the old dub, I should say. Yeah. All right. Moving on. So then guess she basically kills kills her <laughs> the typical way. I will say though, for someone who is like as huge of a klutz and like sort of not always paying that much attention, I, I hesitate to call her an airhead, but. You know, she doesn't really pay a ton she's of attention. She's a bit of a klutz. She's and a bit of a klutz. Some people say she's emotional. Yeah, <laughs> um, she actually has like a pretty awesome idea for like she has to think a couple steps ahead in order to defeat this monster. I know um, it was really her her tiara that beats her, <laughs> but turning her like bouncing her own waves back at her through the speaker system. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that part. Like she yeah, did that. I thought that was pretty great. Like Luna she didn't have to tell her what it. to do. Yeah, like she she like did that herself. I thought that was pretty awesome. She like causes a bunch of feedback through a a Marshall stack. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. like turns it into awesome blue energy that just that 
jacks up the monster. It's like really awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. And like she had to really think about okay, if I do this, then this will happen, and then that. Like she had to kind of think a few steps ahead. So I think maybe people don't always give her as much credit as she's due. No, you're right, and uh, and that's that is another bummer that they didn't use this episode because you're right. Most of the episodes of this show, it, it's very simple. Uh, what you do is you use your tiara and then the person dies. And there might be some complications before that, but for the most part, that's what it is. And especially when the other scouts come in, then it's usually a matter of this scout has to do this one first, then that scout mm-hmm. does that one, and then you finish her, and that's it. Um, but the Mercury fact that she actually fog. right, exactly. <laughs> the fact that, so that the fact that in this one on. she actually does a thing, like she does a thing that isn't Sailor Moon magic to win or to help win, is pretty great. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I totally so, forgot about that. <laughs> back at Jam Records, uh, Akiko is bandaging up uh, uh, Yusuke's leg. And, uh, he <laughs> and says she, that says, he would... she says, you're lucky this wasn't your hand or else you wouldn't have been able to play the piano anymore. And it's like, well, you're lucky that you didn't just die. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny that she wasn't like, you're lucky you didn't die. She was like, you're really lucky you didn't like hurt your hand. Or else, how because, would we make music? Because she's oblivious. <laughs> you don't understand. But then there's such a good line. There's such a good line because he says, like, hey, it's a good thing you didn't get hurt because I wouldn't be able to play the piano yes. if you got hurt, too. Yes. That is, look, say what you will. That is smooth. <laughs> it was pretty smooth. So that's what it was. She hated him until that line. Yeah. He says that and she's like, all right, I'll You're get not it. so bad. That's that's pretty good. So uh, back at uh, Naru's house, they're listening to jazz some unspecified amount of time later. I like to imagine this is the next day. <laughs> it cannot be the next day. And, they, and they're just like, yeah, Yusuke got married and also cut a new album about Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So great. So yeah, uh, Yusuke wrote an album, basically did a jazz concept album about Sailor Moon. If anyone out there has Yusuke Amada's a second album please send it to us or even if you can just translate what it says because i can't oh, it's, actually... it's actually translated in the dub was it oh what does it say uh i don't know because i'm watching the subs while we uh record <laughs> okay no but problem. no problem it's it's like it's like to the it's like you know uh yusuke amada's second album uh the, the girl who fights for justice and love or something it's, i mean it's exactly what you would expect nice nice it's basically like hey thanks for Making me live, Sailor Moon. You're making me live. He does a cover of that. Now, what's weird is that uh, Yusuke Amada, right? Yusuke mm-hmm. Amada. He is driving around with Yusagi undisguised. No, like, no, no Sailor Moon stuff. Just straight up Yusagi's in his car. Yes. Then oh, Yusagi yeah. vanishes and Sailor Moon defeats the monster. And then he cuts an album about Sailor Moon, talking about, uh, you know, and, and again, she describes herself as a champion of justice well, for those in love. hang on. And huh. that's basically what the album says. Hang on a second, because I don't know that he saw Sailor Moon. He might have just been writing no, an album No, he doesn't see her. Sailor Moon. Well, that's what I'm saying. So but he just wrote an album, album about cover, Usagi. He, he, she has his, he, he has sees Sailor Moon. Like, no. It's Sailor Moon on the album cover. It's Sailor Moon silhouette, which, as we so, talked which is about, also is also Usagi's silhouette. silhouette. Well, yeah, but in a shorter skirt. Well, so my, he had to take some license. Well, he is a creeper. So. <laughs> so my question is, is Yusuke the first person outside the, the group, really the first person, to find out Yusagi's secret identity? No, I, like I said, I, I honestly think he just wrote about Yusagi. 
No, it's 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 definitely Sailor Moon on the album cover. All right. It's because de- she's doing the pose, standing in front of the moon. That's true. That's a good point. But he also this is a moon. good point. He but he doesn't know who Usagi is. Yeah, but but he but he saw like if he sees her on the street, he's gonna be like, hey, that little girl, Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I know because I took her for a ride in my car. <laughs> yeah, that gets weird. Well, yeah. that's that's that episode. <laughs> that is this episode. Uh, so now it's time for our uh, segment that I like a lot, where we uh, fix the biggest problem with the Japanese uh, version of Sailor Moon, that there is not a moral lesson laid out for you. At the end of each episode, uh, this is time for Sailor Moon says, where we talk about what we learned from each episode. Uh, Janine, what did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? Um. Oh man, I didn't know that this was part of the homework. <laughs> no, it's um, spring on you at the last second. <laughs> well, I guess I learned uh, how to deal with creeper dudes. Marry them. Marry them. Pummy. And that answer is look, just marry them. Just <laughs> give in. You're not going to win. Just marry them. Oh. It's going to be okay in the end, probably. Yikes. It was you pretty bleak. Dark. It's pretty bleak out there, you guys. Damn. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn? Did you learn something maybe not quite as depressing? <laughs> I learned that you can willpower your way through a two drink minimum, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you just go, I, I'd rather not. And they go, all right. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't argue with that audacity. Uh, I learned that even an old person like me at the age of 32 <laughs> has the right to fall in love. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, it's all Sailor true. Moon says. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of this episode of Sailor Business. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Janine, before, yes. we, uh, before we go, can you let everyone know where they can find you online? Uh, sure. I am on Twitter at J9. That's the letter nine. Schaefer. The letter um, nine. The number nine. The no- oh, God, you guys. <laughs> it's not It's not even early anymore. I can't blame it on that. Yes. J9, the number nine. Schaefer. Um, and I also have... You should spell uh, Schaefer uh, just, just to help them out. Pardon? You should spell Schaefer just to help them out. Uh, it's S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R. Um, and I also have a Tumblr, which I don't really update as much as I should, but I've been thinking I need to get back into it, which is heykidscats.tumblr.com. Uh, and it is about the intersection between fans of comics and fans of cats. <laughs> I, I think I have mentioned this before. Uh, I never got yelled at on the Internet like I did when I say I didn't like cats. It's pretty crazy that you would even say that. I mean, look, you can have the thought if you want, but keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, just, must, I must carry my burden in secret shame. Exactly, and, exactly. And when we get to the episode that's all about Luna and all the zillion cats, you better fake it, because I love that episode. Oh, no, no. Listen, I like that episode. <laughs> okay, good, good. I love that episode. That episode is bananas. <laughs> good. Um, all right, you there's, can a find- lot of, there's a lot oh. of drawings of cats' buttholes in that episode. That Everybody is also true. To that. That we is like, we call those starfish, Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week with uh, Sailor Moon episode seven, which is called Usagi Learns Her Lesson. Becoming a star is hard work. If you want to watch it, it is available on Hulu, uh, subbed and dubbed. Now, the dubs are out for the first, I, I think, 20 episodes. Uh, you can check that out and we will debate it. <laughs> whether the the new dub is good it's not it's definitely it does not have the personality of the old one but we will talk about that later uh thank you for listening everyone uh i'm chris sims you can find me on twitter at the isb that's t-h-e-i-s-b as in batman 
I don't know why I ever try to say anything else. <laughs> That's what it is. It's B as in Batman. Uh, and you can find more of my stuff at about.me slash Chris Sims. And I'm Jordan D. White, and my Twitter is crackshot with a zero for an O. Uh, and until next week, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.